today joining me is Obi. Obi is an award-winning actor for a short film called The Right Choice, which was shortlisted for a Sundance Film Festival. It's amazing. Please remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you are streaming this episode, please follow, like, review. Everything is very much appreciated. Welcome, everyone. This is The Real Happy Hour Podcast. And today we are talking about um, black female Nollywood producers. With me is Obi, as uh, been introduced um, at the start of the show. So, um, Obi, let's just start from what do you think about like the current state of Nollywood? Let's just start from there. Yeah, like, yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Um, the current state of Nollywood is, 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 is a place, it's ripe. It's a place of opportunity. It's a place of true expression now who's getting there slowly and i just think it's a mixture of two things true expression and um massive opportunity you know those those two things are happening right now as we can see you know as we're going to get into you know in terms of what the women are doing crazy and the men very true like nollywood currently is it's like a melting pot of so many amazing ideas and there's so much talent and mm. the current state of Nollywood is just is on such a crazy upward trajectory that it's, mm. the levels of content being produced number one is it's, it's unbelievable and the, and the quality too has significantly improved from like back in the day and the stories being told the quality the the cast and crew like it's just a very like Nollywood is in such a remarkable space right now and the potential for what it's going to be, it's 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 really exciting. So we're in a very exciting place right now in terms of just content making, films, TV, YouTube, even like social media influencing, like things of that nature. Like we're just really, really getting to a great place and I have like a whole list of movies that I watch over and over again and TV shows that I watch mm. over and over again. So obviously today our main focus is like the, the the female producers uh, of content in Nigeria. Mm. And the reason I'm focusing on the female because um, a lot of the, the men are doing amazing, you know, content obviously, but I just thought let's just start with the female because there's a certain content that's being put out there right now that is just amazing. And is like the collaboration that is happening and there's a couple of women that are at the forefront of that and i thought it would be really cool to sort of have that conversation and we can start with the i feel like she's the one that really really switched that triggered the current state of quality and content production and this was from this is um not from this is um mrs or auntie musumola abudu she's popularly known as mo abudu but i think we all call her as auntie mo and um mm. So she's obviously she's a Nigerian mogul. She's a philanthropist. She's a she's the big boss. So let's just start from her, and then obviously the movie will start with yeah is um, the wedding party. So let's go. You know what? It's a great place to start with. Uh, Mo Budu is a genius, and um, and she's a great businesswoman, and she's a also an inquisitive person. She's always wanting to learn, stretch herself, push herself. And The Wedding Party is a great film to start with because it really was a breakthrough because firstly, at the time, it was the highest box office. Yes. Highest grossing film ever in Nigerian box office. 
And then secondly, it was a trend all over the world, you know, and and that was on that platform now, um, on that platform, lots of other um, female um, filmmakers now begin to get, you know, deals with Netflix. And the storyline, you know, we'll start with the storyline, I guess. The storyline was very, very clever. It was, it was tribalism, wasn't it? It was two uh -huh. tribes getting married. And it's the perfect African story, you know? Um, but also it works so good in a romantic form because the form, which is the whole big wedding thing, can cross a lot of different genres. You know, my big fat Greek wedding, for example. Romeo and Juliet. You know, yeah, Romeo and Juliet. So there's so many technical things that are going on there. You've got the fact that it's a romantic comedy in a wedding form. The wedding form in its own, it's almost like its own genre, you know? Um, and then you've got the Romeo and Juliet element of the two tribes. And then, of course, you've got the fact that it's, it's, it's hilarious, you know? So once you start stacking genres, it's what they call trend stacking. And when you start stacking genres, it helps the film to just open out and just connect to so many different um, uh, circles. And I think there were some breakthrough performances as well Definitely. from some actors, including Adesua and um, the guy who... Uh, Banky oh, W. Huh? Banky W. Banky was in it as well. But you know the, the, the person who is in the wedding party too, who is like, I believe, the brother... brother. I think his name yeah. is Blossom. I think his What's name his is name? Blossom. Blossom. Not him. Not him. There's another guy. No, what, what's his actor? What's, what's, the, what's the name of the actor? The actual actor. Like Banky's brother in the movie. Yeah. I think it's Blossom. Okay, cool. Well, that character, he that was like a breakthrough performance for him as well. And um, and uh, so there was quite a lot going on there. Of course, Shola Sopawale was in it as Sopawale. well. Yeah. And uh, she is incredible. She is, for me, she's like the goddess of Nollywood right now. You know, um, she's like the the, the queen mother. <laughs> Her name is right Enina Enrique. That's the guy. Yeah, that awesome. that guy that performance um, for him in the in, in particular the second one, yeah, you know, in, was like a breakthrough for him, and he now built his career. It was just you know what, like it, there was a lot, and obviously Zayna Belogan had a breakthrough performance. Kitchen well. had a breakthrough performance in the first. Yeah, like so, it was I, almost like go on. Yeah, like one of the great signs of like a great great like crew or like a, a brain behind the machine is when you create you you enable the the stars or the yeah to shine and she yeah. like mo was auntie mo i'm gonna say auntie mo for like i say she's my auntie auntie mo yeah. was um she's was, she's all of our aunties she <laughs> was able to capitalize or no she was able to provide an avenue where Mm. actors and, and crew could capitalize off of that yeah, production yeah. because yeah. not only were the cast able to shine and even like go further in their career but this is also like the springboard for Kemia Detiba mm. and um also um uh this um Ni Akimolayon they were both yes. involved in so yes, both yes. of them were involved in the wedding party yes because mm. Ni directed it he yes. directed the second one yeah he directed the second. 
you need to access second one. Can we direct the first? Yes, or, yes, or, yes. Perhaps they were together in the yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah, yeah. Involved in that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So all in like, cast and crew. You're right. It was a launching pad for so many people. That's why we've got to give props to Mo because she is. I know she, she doesn't like this title, but she's described as the Oprah Winfrey of. Of, of, of Africa, she does really get talent because she wants to be in her own lane, but it's just a nice comparison because what she does, she gets talent and she creates platforms for them to go and flourish. Yeah. So this is why you have to respect Auntie Mo. She is, um, she is um, uh, a hero, you know. She yeah. is, um, you know, uh, an auntie to all of us because she's able to put the capital down and be scrupulous in business to allow us to express ourselves because she was interested in traditional local stories. Yes, that's what she was interested an, in. An example of a traditional story that she made recently was Alessio Bar. I don't know if you, you know of that. That's um, a, a, a um, I believe it was a story by Wally Shainka. Alessio Bar, the king's horseman. And mm, 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 she had, it was a Yoruba speaking movie. Yeah, 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 amazing yeah. cast, and and she's she's that's which is an interesting thing because she also I was going to actually compare her to another person who sort of does a lot of remakes, but he's a man and um, he's part of the Play Network. I don't know if you know him, but um, anyway, just other movies that she's sort of been involved with, apart from um, Wedding Party, that have been remarkable, uh, mm. natural stories, traditional stories. Mm. Outside mm. of Wedding mm. Party, she did Chief Daddy, which is a you know. Yeah. Ooh, another um, ensemble Lika comedy yeah 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 comedy. yes yeah Lika story and how you know the yeah. family's sort of relating that situation yeah yeah Olo Toure is another good one Olo Toure is another great one but going back to Chief Daddy because it's interesting about Chief Daddy is because I feel like more Boudou's TV is twice um is it, it, is it's even better than her films and you know the second one right see Chief Daddy there was a character in that in that film called Castle, who was the lawyer. Yes, and then a, yeah. from that character, they now made a TV show, Castle and Castle. Yeah, <laughs> very very true. But I think Rick, I think Castle and Castle had existed before Chief Daddy. Oh really? Yeah, I think it existed before Chief Daddy. So he came from Castle and Castle to, to Chief okay. Daddy. Okay. Um, RMD's wife and um, yeah, I remember her name now. Yeah, because yeah. I remember Castle and Castle came out. You know, uh, Castle and Castle came out 2015, 16, 17, yeah. I think, around that so time. So it's the other way around. Yeah, RMD went around. into that. So that's how yeah. you, should, you see, like, you can see she's even building universes where you can cross exactly. over characters exactly. and things like that. And Castle and Castle for me was one of my favorite TV shows coming out of um, Nollywood. One of my favorite because, because of just many different things, many different things. Um, but, but one, the production quality was incredible. Um, two, the story was so diverse. They reminded me of Suits, the American Suits. Yes. You know, um, where there's different characters in the law firm that were all trying to rise up and sort of like corporate espionage and things like that. But there was also comedy in there as well. So she done really well to, you know, use these local stories to explore what law is like in Nigeria because there's free elements two or three elements to law in nigeria you know and so she really really um uh, she she really explored that really well she's done two seasons of it yes <laughs> two sure. seasons of castle and castle 
So I'm I'm a big big fan of uh, Mo Bidu's TV because we, her TV productions she has total control over them. Some of her film productions are partners with other people, and I think she loses a bit of the quality. You know, um, I mean, we've spoken about the governor before. Yes. Governor, man, oh my! And another, it's how she found the lady that played the lead in the governor, and look at her career. Yeah, she's in power. yeah, yeah. Another actress who's just been launched. You know into heights, high heights. And um, The Governor was really a special, special um, TV show set in Calabar. She's showcasing different elements of Africa, different elements of Nigeria in particular. You know, set in Calabar, again, it was about the politics of being a governor. And the, the, for me, the, the, the bit about the governor, the, the, the thing, the part of the governor that stands out to me the most was the writing. As, I mean, obviously the lead girl was incredible, but the writing was absolutely mesmerizing. I've not seen writing like that in TV for a long time, you know. And so she's really mastered TV, and I know now she's going on to master film. Yes. Um, she has produced some good films, but I feel like her TV is on a next level, you know. So Mo, Auntie Mo, is she's a, I, I do hope to meet her very soon you know because like she, she literally i've studied her man like you know how she got there what she done there's a lot to learn from her yeah you know they've also urban life has also got this institution in place where they are actually helping to facilitate more um, creatives they've got this yeah. institution with the government where they're oh, working yeah, 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 yeah. to fund free education Ebony Life Place, right? Yeah, it's 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 um, yeah, like, yeah. Or you know, we could spend the whole day talking about Antimo or the other other ladies we also need to um you know give their flowers to and um yeah we briefly spoke about um her while referring to a lot of the ways um Antimo was able to create or um em, em, and power and and mm. create an avenue for future the current superstars yeah. content creators yeah. another lady that i'd like us to talk about is kemia detiba and detiba mm. is you know she started from wedding party and now she's got this phenomenon which is king of boys that's yeah that, like yeah. there's nothing that has stopped the world like mm. in terms of films in nigeria or even tv in nigeria like king of boys Mm, mm, mm. What, do you, what do you think of Kemi? I yeah, like, your voice. I think with Kemi now, the reason why Kemi was so successful is because she understood branding. Uh, you know, she understood branding, and of course, the film came out first, and 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 I'm just trying to think back. I actually was there for the UK premiere of. That no, I wasn't. It was a different film. Anyway, um, the King of Boys came out first. Yes. And and maybe I was there for both of the premieres. Because <laughs> I've, I've met Shola Sokowale. Okay. I've met Shola, Shola Sokowale. And I'm, when I met Shokowale. Shobo. Shobo. Wale. Sobo Wale. This British accent is <laughs> killing names. <laughs> Sobo Wale. Okay. Um, Sobo, right? Yeah. And I, I met her and she is like, she is just like a, a, a darling, absolute darling. And Kemi 
really created something special there. One, it was the, the fact that she was a female, but she was a king. Uh. You know, that really stood out. And then when she, the character was so strong, and of course, Charlotte delivered it so well that then they brought it back as a TV series, a TV series form. And what they done is that they brought in the, the geopolitics uh-huh. into it. And that now gave it an element because the best TV shows are many different characters against the system. Uh-huh. And that's why it works so well as a TV show uh, format, you know. Um, and of course, it was commissioned by Netflix. I believe it was the second drama series um, commissioned by Netflix. Was it the second or the first? Which one came first in terms of? Possibly the second. Yeah, um, and uh, and she and she and she, she and then and she really created like branding, clothing, you know, that people could wear. So I remember being in a gym in Lagos and I saw someone in the clothing. <laughs> and um, it happened to be Kemi's PT. Kemi's personal trainer was wearing the clothing. He was wearing the, he was wearing the branding. And I was like, this branding is incredible. Because what they done is that they made the show into a philosophy uh-huh. that you carry around with you, you know. And so that's why the show was such a hit. I do prefer, I did prefer the film though. I don't know. What did you prefer? Albert? I preferred the movie. I mean, sorry, the series. The series was really? completely captivating. Like I, mm. I couldn't stop watching it. Like I binged the whole thing one time. Wow! Like I wow. sat down and I saw the whole thing. I couldn't stop. Yeah, 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 nothing yeah, yeah, has yeah. moved me like that. The only other thing is, yeah. but like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was. Yeah. So That's what I was confused between which one got commissioned first from Netflix: Blood Sisters or or King of Boys. It might Blood have been. Is after. Lots sisters. Yeah. King of boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, apart from the legalistics, like it was, um, it was a great move for her, and I'm sure she's going to do some more with Netflix. Yes. And kudos she's to currently her. working on something right now. Um, mm. We know she's working on another movie or series of King of Boys, but there's also a yeah. different story that she's telling, and also yeah, she's yeah, very, yeah. like, you know, she started with music videos like making music okay videos. and yeah, yeah, yeah. What i like about her production is that she's got family involved in her production like her brother's like a producer like like i just mm. like that she's got a family behind like with her as mm. she's making this content that's phenomenal unfortunately mm. there's only about three that she's done wedding party king of boys and the movie and the series but like the the platform and the the level that she's at like it's just a, a it takes a lot thing. from her yeah it, it takes a lot from and her she's to writing do. the stories too like she's mm, also a writer mm, so mm, it's mm, not easy mm. and especially because nigeria is i don't think nigeria is difficult to make a movie but you know that in, in terms of like the resource and then I'm saying resource, I mean like the equipment and all of that. Yeah. Like it does be difficult in terms of some of the logistics around it. But you know, yeah. storytelling in Nigeria can be you just need a good story, you need a good crew and 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 uh and you'll be successful. So mm. yeah, that's Kemi Aditiba. So let's let's go on yeah. to the next can you suggest the next one for that we can briefly um, yeah. The next one we have to mention, I think um ooh, we have to mention Jade. Yes. You know? Or Subaru, we have to mention, we have to mention her because the reason why we have to mention her is because she was the first person to get a deal with Amazon. 
commissions to get her work made by Amazon. She's got a three-year deal with Amazon, um, with her production company called uh, Grail Studios. That's correct. And, and and the big, big flagship show that Amazon was pushing was, of course, Gangs of Lagos, which had this big premiere in Lagos, of course. And and, and I watched it, and I, and I just thought that the production quality was incredible, you know. The production in terms of the special effects, in terms of the cinematography, in terms of the sound, it was close to perfect. I'm not gonna lie. Of everything that I've seen, the production quality was next level. And um, there were some great scenes in it as well. A bit gory for me, a mm. bit gory for me. Lots of two lots that of gangs of Lagos. Yeah, gangs of Lagos, yeah. And you know what? They, I could tell it was inspired heavily by Gangs of New York. Some of the shots were almost like so similar. So I'm, I'm thinking that maybe Gangs of New York, the film really inspired her. And and I get it, I get it. It was um sort of like, almost like Tarantino style where everything is like exaggerated. But Toby, who's the main character again, the guy who plays the main character. Was yeah, Toby Bakery. Toby, yeah, Toby Bakery. He... What he done is that he made it make sense, uh, you know. He made it his character made the whole, you know, made it realistic, brought the realism to the hyper um realism of the gangster lifestyle. Yeah, I think that, like um, my we you know how like um like directors have like uh an actor that they just consistently work with, like Quentin Tarantino yeah. has Leonardo DiCaprio. Like yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Jade, it is Toby Bakery. Like he's yeah, 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 yeah. three of her movies, yeah. and it's and yeah. he's, he's and this is a a guy that came out of Big Brother is like a big celebrity now. She's yeah. she's turning him into like an action star, and so yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's really like remarkable. I'm, yeah. I haven't seen Gangs of Lagos, but I saw Brotherhood, and I was just yeah. like, wow, this is a beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brotherhood was a great, great story. Great yeah. story again. And, Great production as well. Yeah, and I can see the inspiration from like perhaps CSI, you know, the yeah. way the the special agents with yeah, 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 yeah. But also, but also, bad boys. You know that whole mm, kind of like yes. yeah, you know, um, that whole kind of like. But it was it was really good, and the elements of heat in there as well. I'll go, you know, that's a big stretch to use that film heat because that's DiCaprio and 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 and. Uh, DiCaprio, not DiCaprio, it's um, Al Pacino and and who's his uh, arch nemesis? <laughs> Al Pacino, and of course the name will come back to me, but to, to, to bring that film up, because it was where they met, you know, these it was like, you know the typical cop chase type films? Yeah, you like, know, um, police you can act, police drama. With, um, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, you're talking. Uh, catch me or something oh like that. yeah, catch, catch me can. if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of, you know, and even you know, DiCaprio's also been in a few, you know, like, um, The Departed and, yeah. um, and but she, I'm, 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 she, I know that Jade has watched a lot of American action films because she, her work is very sort of, um, action packs, but they're thrillers, yeah. you know. But what brought this story together was the love between was the love between two men. The brotherhood, the bromance, yes, you know, which is what made it so unique. And of course, it picked up multiple awards at AMBCA, didn't it? Uh -huh. Because of the fact that 
it was unique. It was an action story, but had a strong, strong philosophical um, um, anchor there. Yeah. And uh, she did well with it. She did really, really well. Um, both the lead and the anti-hero were both good in the film. Uh, it was uh, interesting. You, you pointed out the brotherhood because in her in her other movie, Sugar Rush's sisterhood. So and I'm just, oh yes, yeah, yes, know. yes, so, yes. Yeah. And again, Sugar Rush was an incredible production quality. Yes, it was, and it was absolutely hilarious. Huh? It was so funny, man. It was so funny. So you have to give your props to Jade. She is what the work that she's doing, the quality of her work. I'm not too, I'm not too sort of like, I feel like she's still, I mean, she still has a way to go with, um, with, with like, with, with plot. She still has a little way to go with plots and, and, um, how to end the film, you know, and how to, um, you know, because I felt like Sugar Rush. A lot sometimes you can get sort of like carried around with get carried away with um theatrics uh, you know like funny um like random events I think toby go away with the money in sugar rush didn't he because he didn't know yeah it, was oh, it wasn't toby it was some random guy that yeah like, like random <laughs> it's like it's, it's like there's they, they still need to work on a few things in terms of plot but yeah. her production, her production yes. quality is is really, really good. And she's got some great actors. And she's and you know what? She directed a film called The Trade. Okay. Oh my god. She directed that. I don't think it was her own production, but The Trade is probably one of my favorite Nollywood films of all time. Okay. You know. Um, so she's got some she's got the eye, she's got a yeah. gift. She can bring dramas together really well. Um, but she's just not she's not there yet. She's still growing as an artist. She's phenomenal and her content is amazing. And there's only yeah. it's only upward trajectory. That's, that's 110%. 110%. So mm-hmm. now we've spoken about Moabudu, we've spoken about Kemi Adetiba, we've spoken about yeah. Jade. And the next yeah. one has to be the one that's sort of just, she's been in the game for so long. Like she's been yeah. in like the 90s or early 2000s. And, you know, she was, I don't know if you know this series called I Need to Know. This was like an early 2000, late 90s series. No, I don't like know that very, well, Obviously, we're not in Nigeria. In the UK, I was in Nigeria then. And this was yeah. this was like this was like our skins, like our version of skins without, obviously, you know, Nigeria is very conservative. So we don't, yeah. we don't talk about drugs, we talk about sex. But yeah. this was the closest thing to where teenagers were talking about life and about yeah. sex and about sexual health and about you know, yeah. respecting your elders, just morals. And this mm. and it was a diverse cast of about maybe four or five girls, by the way, not even boys. And yeah. one of these girls in the movie, in the series, sorry, was Funke Akindele. Ah, <laughs> and you were like, well, "What's he thinking? What's he saying? Where's the grid?" I was like, yeah. "Interesting, interesting." I was like, "Where are you going with this?" Man? I was like, "What are you on, man?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Funke Akindele is a phenomenal good actress. Good setup for Funke. Good setup for Funke because she is a phenomenal actress, and she is a formidable filmmaker. Yes, because is. of, I mean, I mean, she now holds the title of, you know, the highest selling film in Nigerian box office with Omo, no, with um, Omo Battle, Battle, Battle of, of the Street. Street. 
That's yeah, right. Battle of Bukar Street. And then I think Omoghetto is second, yes. I believe. So she holds the first and second place of, and I think the reason being is because she has these eccentric female characters uh, in her productions. Yeah. You know, she had these eccentric female characters. She has a way of communicating to the general mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. everyone is on this movement of we have to be douche, we have to be, you know, yeah. watch content. She's like, yeah. mm -hmm. no, I know my audience and they are the yeah. general public. And yeah, the way people root for her, they I don't think there's anyone Nigerians root for like the way they root for Fokia Kedele. Also, really? she's, been, she's been on our TV screen since the 90s, early 2000s. So we've wow. seen her in the films. Like after that hit series on ait or something like that like she then went into yoruba movies where she was a yoruba yeah. actress yeah and then, yeah, yeah and then there was a little and what did she what did she what was she in a really really popular youtube show where yes. she's like was um that was a movie they started as a movie is <laughs> jennifer's what's it called jennifer's diary yeah. yeah 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 that was so big online man that was so like, big that really just you know? that was her comeback i feel yeah, there was a break, and then she did Jennifer's Diary, and yeah. she capitalized on Jennifer's Diary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Jennifer. The movie was Jennifer, and then she made yeah. Jennifer's Diary from there. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. which was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, yes, you know, it it's like you know, there's there's comedy, yeah, and then there's comedy genius, huh. and and she's there, she's there, that comedy genius, like where you know when you switch on that camera, it's not going to be script, it's unscripted. It's like the ad libs, it's the facial expressions, it's the it's the it's the timing, the comic timing, it's it's the power that she delivers with it, and then sometimes she's gentle with it. She is an absolute comedy genius, I have to say. You know, she's a comedy genius, and, and she can do like serious as well. Yes. Um, not knocking her, not put not boxing her, but she is a comedy genius. I mean, in uh, Omo Ghetto the Saga, huh. there's, there's a scene where she plays two characters. So they switch to her. Yeah. She's somebody. Then she's then it's the same actor, but a different character yeah. in a scene. So they switch. So she's basically playing two characters. Yeah. And 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 and, and each character is so different. Yeah. Very true. In that in that particular scene. It is, you know, she diverts, she deserves all the accolades that she gets or that she's going to get because that performance in Omogeto the saga was uh sort of like a once-in-a-lifetime performance, if that makes sense, you know. Um, again, I have to say, she still has a, some way to go with plot um, um, because I find that when you do comedy sometimes, it just gets carried away and on oh, this and this and this and this and this, you know. Um, and so um, they do have this. But apart from that, like, the production quality was was amazing. Uh, maybe just comedy is not my thing. I don't really connect to it as much, so maybe that's why I'm critiquing these comedy. But um, but I just think that you know they're always continuously growing, and um, and again, some great performances in um, the Battle of the Buka Street, which was again an interesting story, a really really interesting story yeah. about two girls who had rival food companies. So it was, yeah. uh, but we're not just two; they were also sisters. Two like, half sisters, yeah. Two half sisters yeah. that had rival food companies, and, and like, they had. This... If, you, if you even look a bit deeper into it, it was how like trauma was generational. So it was also possibly 
I read into things a lot. So it was of also course. possibly the trauma of because the relationship her parents had, that same yeah. dynamic. The sister was also living the same dynamic, played by yeah. oof, I was going to say Niedo, but I can't remember her yeah. name now. Um, where she was also like a husband who had a, a different girl, but instead of staying in the marriage like her mom did, she started to leave. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm. Played by uh, Mercy Johnson. Mercy Johnson. That's Mercy it. Johnson. That's Mercy it. Johnson, who, who, who's another empress mm. of Nollywood film. Yes. You know, so it was the two together. It was just, it was just fantastic performances from them, and 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 I think the production quality was great as well. And that one had a had a, in this instance, that one had a really good ending. Actually, had a really good ending of reconciliation. And I think actual, I can't remember how we ended actually. Yeah, we won't spoil it for them. But like, we can spoil um, it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just just put it this way: it was just an ending that was very philosophical and very it's almost yeah. like the two sisters, kind of like. Anyway, yeah, we won't, we won't spoil it, but um, we will say that spoil it. it <laughs> Who would say that it's a good film? Watch it, you know, enjoy it, enjoy the performances. And I think Funke is growing as a writer, mm-hmm. as a producer, uh, uh, you know. And so she would definitely have to give her props to her. You know, the only thing I'm slightly worried about is I know her and her ex-husband were like partners in a lot of the production. So I don't know what that's going to look like now that they're not together anymore. So oh, I, wow. obviously her sister too is, is part of the production, but... I just I don't know what that and her husband her ex is JJC you know JJC from the music JJC guy I know that anyway I just I'm I'm excited to so see you, what she does. The mic. Yeah, yeah I don't I, because yeah because also like when Jennifer's Diary became a thing, that's when this I don't know if it was a day thing or if it was her mm. idea, but you know they created their own streaming service. Where you know oh, you can wow. get access to Jennifer's diary. So there's a says this she has her own streaming service wow. of her content. Yeah. So that's and amazing, man. That's very innovative. Yeah, and it's you very know, affordable. Very innovative. It's very affordable. So everyone has it. The market seller, the bricklayer, the 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 plumber, wow. like everyone has access to it. It's affordable. And you can just imagine what's the name of the streaming service. Oh, I cannot remember, but I, I I will find it. Um yeah. I will find it. And while you're finding that, I'll say um, another person that we have to mention, well, two people that we can mention in passing, because um, Chinine Noa, you know, who was the producer of Shantytown, you know, which is on Netflix. We have to mention her, man, because, um, but obviously we'll get to her. Um, and another person, just to throw in there, Dami Alibi, you know, who was uh, the producer of Far From Home. Um, I think she might have written it as well. Um, so I just thought I'd just throw in two other names there that um, uh, that would just like, um, I don't know if you know, did you see, did you see um, uh, Shantytown? Did you see it? No, I didn't see Shantytown. Oh my I, word. Like, I've, I've always wanted to watch it, but I've, I just, I just oh never had the time. Oh my word. It's, it's like, it is, yeah. Chi Chi, we'll call her Chi Chi because that's what she's called for short. Chi Chi Noir, like she's she created like a production quality there with Shantytown that is really on par with uh, Gangs of Lagos, if not better. The shots, creatively and artistically, the lighting, the locations, 
Um, it really is um, something spectacular in terms of a production quality. And um, the world was very believable as well. Um, again, ending. It wasn't, it would, it, it, I think we're not there yet uh, on a whole with Nollywood and film endings. Um, but I'm very sort of like, I believe that the ending of the film should be also not, sh should be, uh, uh, should answer a question, but also it should also um, uh, ask another question, you know? It should be both, you know? It, it should conclude something, but also continue a journey, you know? And, um, but apart from that, like the acting was just absolutely unbelievable. Um, you know, um, again, Nancy, Nancy was in it. Nancy Isime, Isime. that's right. Yeah. Isime. And, and then of course we had uh, a big, big, big cast and crew that all um, made great contributions to it. And uh, the story is about uh, a, a guy who pimps out different girls. But I just think that Chi-Chi is going to be the next um, Funke. I think Chi-Chi is going to be the next Funke, you know, because of her, you know, her focus and what she managed to do with Shantytown um, in terms of the whole production, you know, and uh, and the quality. It was, it was really, really, really something spectacular. Really something spectacular. And then, of course, um, Dami Elibi, who produced... Who was involved in uh, Far From Home? Did you watch Far From Home? No, that's Far the one with Banky. Exactly. No, 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 not Banky. It's, 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 it's the one with um, it's the one about uh, the kids in the school, uh, in a private the Netflix school. One? Yeah, the Netflix okay. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, it's got uh, uh, a whole range of different people in it. The main main guy was uh, an actor called. Uh, Funny Bone. Okay. I'm a, and, and then, oh, Funke, your girl's in it. Funke, <laughs> Akidele, um, uh, obviously RMD, um, uh, and just lots of different. Um, lots of different overall. Yeah. Yes. Um, but what I liked about Far From Home, it was, it was just, it was different in terms of like, it was about kids who, a guy who conned his way into a private school, mm. you know. And then from there, he was trying to um, survive, but he was caught up in uh, drugs and things like that. Um, and so it was about navigating that world of a poor guy who who is trying to be someone, um, but but he was actually quite smart as an artist. It was a private school where he was studying art. He was trying to get an art scholarship. He was a really gifted artist. So he was battling this world of progressing as an artist but also trying to overcome, you know, this um, gang, this local gang. And so, yeah, it's a really, really great ensemble performance. I'm guessing Funny Bones is nickname, um, the, the lead guy, the lead actor who played. Um, but it was just great to see, because she, Dami, was the person who created Skinny Girls in Transit. Okay, that's that popular yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel that, Skinny Girls in Transit was a phenomenal piece of um, uh, filmmaking that launched a lot of careers. So you have to give Dami props. Um, you know, you have to give Dami Dami props. Very, very launched, true. That's where we yeah. um, we knew of that the lead girl because I'd never heard yeah. of that before. That yeah, um, and yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, and also yeah, the writers, just some of yeah. the writers of, of that show, really got more opportunities because of Scooby. Yes, they really did. They really did. Um, and the girl who, you know, who played, well, she, well, there was there was two girls. There was two girls that really shone, stood out for me in Skinny Girls in Transit. Uh, one of them was um, the girl who who played. Let me just get the cast up now. Um, okay, her name is Sharon Uja. Yes, Sharon. Sharon was like a breakthrough talent, you know. And then obviously you had. Amy Dima um, was in there too. Amibola Craig. Amibola Craig. Yeah, so I mean, Bonner Craig was the lead girl, and she was oh, incredible. Fun, I've never seen Skinny Girl in transit. Yeah. You've never seen it? <laughs> I mean, it's it's quite long, but I think the But first... it was a phenomenal, sh- like, it, it came and it was like, boom. Breakthrough, like, yeah. yeah. It just literally crashed the internet. Mm-hmm. Beverly Naya was in it. Timony. So it was just like lots of, lots of you know, breakthrough female performances. Um, but Sharon, man, after Skinny Girl in transit, Sharon just went through the roof. Yeah. Um, so I feel like these female producers are put, creating platforms for talent, you know. Yes, they are. You know, um, they they put they risking they're risking capital, and 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 then they create these platforms for you to showcase your talent and go off and have illustrious careers. You okay. know, so you have to give them credit. Honor is due where honor is due. <laughs> right, correct. You know. That is that is all of my list, by the way. I don't. Yeah, I any, 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 that's any all more. of mine as well. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, I was thinking just before we started this um this recording, I was thinking yeah, of it might be cool to sort of have a game that we can play. Um, yeah, we can do that just to wrap up this um this episode. And I was thinking I'll just say like a movie quote and and see if you can remember the movie. Okay, let's do it. No and it might, not even, it might not even be a quote, yeah. It might just yeah. be a, like a sentence. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah just yeah. one word. Damn, boy, that's that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure. But let's do it. Let's do it. I'm, I'm gonna time me by the way. Oh, <laughs> so damn, every 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 one word has about sixty seconds. That's more than enough time. Okay, cool, cool. Cool. So the first word, the first word is Jack. The name. What comes to your head when someone says Jack? Jack, a, a person. Nah, you got. You got to give me a bit more than that. Come on, Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. Jack. Is it? Is it African films? No, 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 not African films. Oh. Oh, okay, so films in general. Yeah. Um, Jack. The only, thing, the only thing I can think of is Jack Nicholson. You know, <laughs> no, not a person. The role he's playing is Jack. Jack. Oh, Jack, 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 Jack. No, no, pass. What is it? <laughs> That's from Titanic. Isn't his name Jack in the movie? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to give me like uh, a line. I said, I said Jack. Jack. Out. Okay, all right, that was hard. I'll give you another one. Um, remember, remember. Oh, that's gonna be from that's gonna be from a Disney film. Uh, remember, remember. I'm thinking of I'm thinking a Disney film. I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe like something like um, the remember, remember. Is it not? Is it not? Um, is it not Cinderella? 
No, I'm gonna give you more, 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 more clues. More. Remember, remember the fifth of November. That's that. really helped you there. Yeah, I mean, if it's not if it's not a Disney film, then it's gonna be like a romance. Okay, a romance. I'll, try, I'll try and remember, remember the fifth of November. No. Is, is that something like? Is that is that something like? Oh, is it a comedy? It's a comedy, no, no, no. isn't it? It's, it's, it's like a thriller. Like a, oh, oh, oh! It's the Morgan yes. Freeman film. Bro, come on, <laughs> bro, come on! This is beef of vendetta, man. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I'm, not that, I'm not a film buff to that level where I can remember films from just the like the lines. Uh, I'm okay. not that type of buff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm buff, but not that. <laughs> Not that type of buff. <laughs> okay, um, I'll give you one more, just one last one. This is a, this is an easy one because I'm also giving you this one because you mentioned this person. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say a name. This name is a character in this movie, very popular movie, Beatrice Kiddo. Say the name. Say the line again. Beatrice Kiddo, like the name Beatrice. Beatrice Kiddo. Oh, don't type it. Come on now. <laughs> no, I'm not typing it. I'm not typing it. <laughs> Beatrice Kiddo. It's, it's going to be, that's, that's going to be, um, that's going to be a, uh, a Al Pacino film. Um, um, no, a De, a De Niro film. Wrong. Oh, it's going to be a Leonardo DiCaprio film. Um, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Come on. Beatrice Kiddo. Oh, it's a Jack Nicholson film. I'm trying, and all I'm doing is going back and yeah, I can tell you. all the people that I've mentioned. <laughs> you're so close. You're so close. Beatrice Kiddo. Beatrice Kiddo. Walks with um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, it's Matt Damon. Oh my brother, come on! Did you say Matt Damon at all in this? <laughs> no, we just say Matt Damon. Works with Leonardo DiCaprio. So then it's gonna be um director. Oh, it's a director that works with Leonardo DiCaprio. So then it's gonna be like um, um we mentioned him. Be, um it's gonna be like a Scorsese. Uh, we um, mentioned him. We 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 spoke about him. Oh, there's there's quite a few directors that work with, with We DiCaprio. spoke about him today now. But there's but there's one director that works with him a lot. Um, that worked with him a lot. One of them was Christopher Nolan. Um, <laughs> well, we did speak about one. Christopher Nolan. No, I know. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think about who. I'm just trying to think about who we spoke about. Um, Django. Oh, Tarantino. 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 Yeah, on, Tarantino. Man. All right. So, what, <laughs> what, have you seen a lot of his movies? Tarantino movies. Yeah, I've seen quite a few Tarantino movies. Beatrice. Um, Wait, is, it, is it Pulp Fiction? No. You're just going to be listening now. I'm just going to stop you. Kill Bill. That's her name. Her name is Beatrice Kiddo. Of course, of course. You know, and I've seen Kill Bill. Oh, That's I've like my Kill favorite Bill. film. So maybe I'm biased and, and it's stuck in my head because mm. something I've Which one's your favorite? One or two? I think I like bits of both. Like, yeah, so so you're like taking a, them as one as one yeah, film. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um and is there a third one? 
Sure. No, they should have been. We all wanted yeah. the third one ten years after the second one, but no. Yeah. We didn't make it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's it's an incredible film series. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible film series. It really is. It really is. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um something that. But they say he's copycat though. Mm. They say he's copycat, like copying a lot of the Korean films and making it just take putting them American characters in it. Um, even if he is, in, in that instance, we're all copycats. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, we all get that something. Yeah, so. yeah. And he done it really well, man. He exactly. done it really well. The text. Uh, I remember it's just some of the scenes, man. Vivica A. Fox. That's, yeah. that's my favorite of the movie. Like that the scene, fighting. man, in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Beautiful, beautiful stuff, man. Beautiful stuff. Yes. Well, that's it. That's it for today. This episode. They're gonna come back and we're gonna do the men's men producers like in the game. So Let's thank you it. very much for you know making the time and you know coming on and you know sharing your opinion, your experience, and all of the great things that you've shared so far. So thank you very much. Uh, thanks a lot. It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um, and I'll just say, continue doing all the great things that you're doing. And yeah. of course, um, all the viewers, like and subscribe, um, get involved, partner, push. Let's keep telling these stories. Yes, awesome. Thank you, everyone. Come on. All right. Peace and love. <laughs>